Welcome to 8 with 8, a podcast from Ohio State Support Team 8, where we share what's on our minds and what's in the research from the field of education. As we continue to dive deeper into our exploration of vocabulary instruction, we want to be sure to consider the needs of our diverse learners. Today, Annette Gross, Region 8's Regional Early Literacy Specialist, is joined by Tracy Mayle, one of our educational consultants, to talk about how we can use principles of universal design for learning, or UDL, to create lessons that proactively address the variability we will inevitably see in our students. Stay tuned. I'm Tracy Mayle. Hello, I'm Annette Gross. We're excited to spend the next eight or so minutes with you. Have you ever wondered about a way to teach vocabulary when learners have a wide range of literacy skills? It is possible. We're going to give you a few ideas to proactively plan and design your lessons for that variability. Every educator will be able to use these ideas. Keep in mind that variability is actually the norm across students in your classes. Planning for variability can be used at every grade level with every student. So drum roll, please. Planning with universal design for learning principles or UDL is a great strategy to try. If you're unfamiliar with UDL, you can visit the website udlguidelines.cast.org. UDL proactively considers three principles, engagement, representation, and expression. We are going to share those and how you can plan for vocabulary lessons using them. One of the first things to think about when planning for variability is to address student engagement or the why of learning. This is about engaging their brains. Not all students will come into your classroom interested in learning what they think is boring stuff like vocabulary, especially if all the students have to engage in learning it the same way. For example, reading words from a list, finding the definition in the book or dictionary, and using it in a sentence. Do you mean these are not effective? Right. These actually disengage students' brains and are barriers to learning. Wow, that's a big shift in approaching vocabulary instruction. Understanding that not all students will be engaged is the first step, and planning is the key. What do the UDL guidelines suggest? Well, recruiting interest is the first thing to try. This looks like student choice in how they engage with vocabulary words to learn them. Also, make sure there's a rationale for why a word is important or how it's relevant to the students. And tapping into background knowledge is super important when you're trying to engage students' brains. If a student is lacking the background knowledge, you can plan to to deliver an explicit vocabulary lesson, share a video, read aloud, maybe add a visual, or front load the information. Also, minimizing distractions and making your classroom a safe space for all your students to learn will boost engagement for everyone. That is the first step. So Annette, what else can we learn from the UDL guidelines to plan an awesome vocabulary lesson? Wow, just by students knowing the why and relevance behind what they are learning can definitely boost engagement. 
You really had me thinking about how one should go about lesson planning to ensure the material, materials are accessible to all students in tier one. The UDL guidelines second principle is the importance of understanding the what of learning. So that makes me wonder, what can a teacher do to provide multiple means of representation? The UDL guidelines provide many things to consider. There's one that stood out to me. Want to hear about the UDL what tip? Definitely. Great. When planning a lesson, teachers may consider customizing the display of information. The quick tip teachers can apply is to simply create a contrast in the color of font to emphasize information. This is how I modeled it in the classroom. I used a contrasting color to emphasize the word parts and added an image to support the meaning. During a vocabulary lesson, I color-coded color the word parts to emphasize the morphemes or meaning parts of the word. Try to visualize this. I have the word transportable displayed on the board or screen. Each morpheme or word part is in a different color. Trans is written in red, port is written in orange, and able is written in purple. Then I added an image to help define the word. Some examples could be uh, images of an Amazon truck, a mobile home, or a foldable camping chair. Those are great general ways the teacher can provide access to vocabulary and so easy to do. But what can we do to plan for variability in hearing or auditory processing? Yes, we want the content to be accessible to all students. So another thing to consider is how to offer alternatives for auditory information. There are lots of ideas on the UDL website, but some suggestions are to use captions, or automated speech to text. Now I'm thinking of students who may need support or access to the content visually. Are there things that can be done to address that? Great question. The UDL guidelines suggest providing non-visual alternatives, such as a teacher can provide auditory cues for key concepts by clapping out syllables or by adding music when it is time to transition from one activity to the next. Wow, Annette, there are so many things any teacher can do to give access to learning vocabulary through UDL. We talked about engagement and representation principles. Now here's the third thing to consider, the expression or action principle. This is how the students can show you what they know. The guidelines suggest varying the methods that students can use to respond. So again, Choice and flexibility is the name of the game as long as the students are able to fully express their mastery of the skills, which in this case is vocabulary. There are lots of ways to do this, such as harnessing creative technology, acting out the words, drawing, or discussing and practicing with peers. These are ways they can show they understand meaning and nuances of the words. There's so much to think about when we plan for the variability of student skills, and we hope this quick look at UDL principles has helped you organize your planning. But most of all, we hope that the ideas we shared seem doable. We talked about vocabulary in this podcast, but UDL can be applied to any topic. We encourage you to visit udlguidelines.cast.org to learn more about how to apply the UDL principles with fabulous videos and interactive tools. Such an awesome resource. 
Listeners, if you like today's podcast, be sure to check out our State Support Team 8 YouTube channel, Literacy Playlist, for webinars to learn more about literacy instruction. And that's it for another episode of 8 with 8. Until next time, remember, proactively planning for variability in lessons saves time and effort in the long run while meeting all students' needs. If you're interested in learning more about UDL, be sure to check out our website, sst8.org podcast.aspx. We've linked to the CAST Center's website, which is one of the very best places to learn about UDL. And definitely be sure to tune in next week. We have a great interview with some colleagues at Kent City Schools who have some lessons they've been learning on leading for literacy change based on work that they've been doing in their own district through Ohio's K-12 Comprehensive Literacy State Development Grant. See you soon.